everybody's got to eat. And nobody likes getting sick. That's why Heroes toil in the shadows, keeping your food safe at all points, from the supply chain to the point of sale. Join industry veterans Francine L. Shaw and Matt Ragusi for a deep dive into food safety. It all boils down to one golden rule. Don't eat poop. Don't eat poop. Hello, Francine. How are you today? I am good. How are you? I'm good. It's um, another day, another 50 cents. Sure is. Oh, yeah. Let's not jump into a whole entire another 10 minutes about currency like we did last time I said this. <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't even go there. <laughs> what I was going to say, though, is, you know, it's a beautiful day in Pennsylvania. <laughs> How is it in Colorado? You know what? It is a beautiful day here, which is which is awesome because Friday and Saturday of last week, it snowed here. It's Colorado is crazy. Um, people joke, and I, it's not even a joke anymore. I used to think it was a joke when I lived in California, and people talked about how oh, people in Colorado, you have to love all four seasons because you can have them all in one day. <laughs> I thought it was a joke. It's not a joke. Friday and Saturday, it snowed. It snowed here, like lots of snow. And then Sunday, I take the kids to the pool. It's like 70 degrees. Yeah, it's um, our weather is a little crazy as well. It's one day, it's, you know, 40 degrees. The next day, it's 85. Yesterday, I had on boots. Today, I have on flip-flops. You know what, though? Yesterday, I had a vest on. Today, I have a vest on. <gasps> okay, then. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> it's kind of a joke because I don't think you've ever seen me not wear a vest. I wear a vest every single day. So You know, as you hey, said that, I'm thinking I don't know how many vests do you have? A lot. Your, your, <laughs> your vests probably equal my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a lot. Yeah. Oh, man, so I used to own a company uh, called Train to Comply. And I made hundreds and hundreds of training videos, hundreds of them, you know, like little five to 20 minute training videos. I remember them. And every single one of them, I wore a vest, right? And so clients would call me and be like, oh, you're Matt, the vest guy. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> because they watched all these trainings and every single training I had a vest on and different vests. And so, Yeah. Okay. This is a podcast though. So nobody really, well, I guess not. Now I have to like have a haircut and, um, you know, make sure I don't have a Christmas tree or as my mother-in-law says, (laughs) Alpine decorations. (laughs) (laughs) Because now we're actually videoing snippets of these. Right. The Christmas tree was hysterical because like three people said something in the span of like 24 hours. No one had said anything. And then all of a sudden, Three people said that said something within the span of like twenty four hours, so it was pretty. It was pretty funny. Yeah, my wife, who isn't on LinkedIn very much, watched that whole entire quote unquote conversation or back and forth on LinkedIn about the Christmas tree behind me. So. You made me makes me want to look and see what's behind me right now. I, <laughs> I, I assure you, there's no Christmas tree, but <laughs> no, it's the same stuff. It's your bright white and pink <laughs> office. 
So what article is for today? Well, today we are going to talk about the cannabis market. Yeah. And the explosion of. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Lots of explosions we're going to talk about today, actually. (laughs) A lot of fire wrapped around cannabis, but I'm not quite sure there's a lot of explosions. (laughs) But I knew knew this was going to pique your interest, Francine, because it has chocolate in it. It's chocolate. I'm there. Right. Well, and it's the only time you will bypass your no to five second rule, right? We learned this in a previous episode. True story. We'll pick anything up unless it's chocolate. Then, okay, whatever. Actually, so funny we're talking about this because the other day, Melissa had gotten me chocolate for my birthday and I broke a piece off and it was in the refrigerator. So it's cold and it's brittle. And when I broke it, it fell on the floor I picked it up and I'm like, oh, please don't tell anybody I'm going to eat this. <laughs> I like how you're like, please don't tell anybody I'm going to eat this. And then you just told a thousand people. And if Joe <laughs> like utilizes this as a video, then on TikTok and YouTube shorts, there's going to be thousands. <laughs> okay. Again, no moisture. <laughs> Dry. <laughs> Chocolate. <laughs> See, look. So yeah, I did. I did dark chocolate at that. And I am an avid fan of dark chocolate. Send dark chocolate, please. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So now I'm curious. So Melissa, by the way, is Francine's right-hand woman. She's basically Francine's analytical brain. (laughs) (laughs) So what what does she say about the five-second rule? I'm just curious. Did she give you a weird look or was she like, nah, if you didn't pick it up, I was going to. Well, she isn't as um, into chocolate as I am. And um, she's known me for a long time. You know, I don't, it was chocolate. I don't think she was shocked. (laughs) You're not into chocolate. I wonder if that's a personality flaw. Is that like, um, like maybe you should go to therapy if you don't like it. What was dark chocolate? (laughs) Okay. It was dark chocolate. (laughs) She doesn't, I should probably say she's not into dark chocolate. Got it. Anyway, yeah, she'd got it for me for my birthday. It was in the refrigerator. So, okay. So start, start talking about the article. (laughs) So. What I have read, and you know, you're this is more your game than it is mine. Um, you work in this industry more than more than I do, but sales from dispensaries topped thirty billion in the last year, compared to eighteen billion on the sweet stuff. Yeah, thirty billion. Thirty billion. Um, now this is legal sales. Yeah, because <laughs> they're tracked. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good point. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. You're right, Francie. That's legal sales. <laughs> I do have some analytical thought process, process <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> wow. that that So that's $30 billion with the B, $30 billion B. with the B, and that's legal sales. Yes. It is expected to top $57 billion by 2028. Fifty-seven billion. So in five years, it's expected to basically double in legal sales. That'll be taxable sales. <laughs> yes, taxable sales exactly, which will bypass tobacco, which is fascinating. So tobacco is fifty-two point seven billion today. So cannabis is still less legal. Cannabis sales is still less than tobacco, but as tobacco decreases. Cannabis increases. I wonder where that parallel will hit, where they'll they'll end up becoming 
they'll hit each other in terms of sales, legal sales. But I, I think it's fascinating because chocolate, almost everybody likes chocolate. I, yeah, I just can't. There's, again, the people that don't, I just, I don't understand. I just, I don't you get know it. What's fascinating? I thought it was fascinating too in this article is that opioids medication sales is higher than chocolate as well. Opioid sales is $22.8 billion and chocolate sales is $18.2 billion and cannabis is $30 billion. So there's a lot of people on pain meds. Well, surprise. Um, craft beer, only $7.9 billion. Yeah. So what about, what about just like not craft beer, but yeah, you know, obviously, I don't want to end up in some sort of political conversation about what's going on right now with no. Anheuser-Busch and stuff like that. But what's the regular beer sales? I don't know, but I bet I can figure it out. Yeah, because, I mean, craft beer is very specific versus regular beer sales or alcohol sales in general. Um, $43.8 billion in on-premise sales in 2021. That's on-premise. So there's still a lot of alcohol being consumed in bars. That's on premise. I'm guessing is in bars. That is that is in bars. So cannabis is a. It'd be interesting to see what. The, so cannabis sales is on par to match sales of alcohol in bars. Right. And that's one of the issues I know that alcohol companies are freaking out about is that millennials and you know the younger generations are consuming more cannabis than alcohol. And they're afraid that their alcohol sales, like tobacco sales, are going to drop. So um, revenue in beer segment amounts in the U.S., $120.6 billion in 2023. Yeah, so it's going to be a while before it matches that. So that's pretty- But that is, that is amazing. I mean, it's not even federally legal. It's legalized only in states. But I wonder if you add in the edibles market, like that doesn't include the edibles market, right? No, I think it is cannabis just in general. Yeah. Okay. It's a stat by MJ BizCon. Okay. So that would include everything. So now take into consideration just not that long ago, what the most outrageous sentences for marijuana sales were just a few years ago for somebody that was selling before any it was legalized in any state. You know what I mean? For somebody that was selling or, you know, caught having it. For example, there was a disabled vet that says he was arrested in 2011. That wasn't that long ago. He had three dozen plants for his own medicinal use behind his son's house. He was given a life sentence with no possibility of release. Really? Okay, well, first off, three dozen plants. I mean, unless he's a terrible farmer or, yeah, I don't know, three dozen plants. That is a lot of cannabis. Per, per, yeah, particularly grown outside. Um, but still, but life still, in general, still. no parole. But think about the, right, the penalty. I mean, people commit murder and don't always get that type of sentence. Yeah, and I, I agree. And there's a lot of that. In fact, a lot of the state departments are, I want to say overcompensating, but compensating with dogmatic, extremely intense laws against cannabis in the past by providing licenses for cannabis to people who have had sentences for consuming or or having cannabis on them which is interesting so cbd is federally legalized by the usda 
through the farm bill. Okay. This is coming up for review now. If you are, if you have been convicted of a felon of any kind, including cannabis, you cannot grow CBD. By the way, you could burn a whole entire field of CBD of, of like hemp and be downwind and and really not have too much effects by by THC. I mean, the the whole entire THC side of CBD is is kind of a chemistry experiment. It's not from the the I mean, it's from the plant, but it's not it's not like you can smoke hemp and really get that high. But you cannot grow it if if that's the case. Now, states are providing licenses to actual cannabis growers that are growing very high content, uh, high THC content cannabis to people who have had felons. So, so uh, uh, felonies. So it's really interesting right now, the dichotomy of these laws. Yeah. But life in prison for cannabis, I, I, that, that's fascinating to me. It was always, it was fascinating to me back in the early 2000s, 90s, 2000s. There's another one here that this gentleman got um, two life sentences plus 20 years. So if there is such thing as reincarnation, there's reincarnation, he would have a life sentence. Then his reincarnated person would have a life sentence. And then after that, if there was reincarnation again, 20 years for the next guy. (laughs) Just for having pot. It's crazy. That is crazy. No, I believe in I believe in laws. I believe in prosecuting people that that break laws. But sometimes I'm like, come on, what's going on with this? Well, I think... Oh my God, when you look at our criminal justice system and just the penalties versus the crimes sometimes, there are so many inequities. Yeah, there are. And in, in a lot of different ways too, not just race or gender or whatever, but inequities based upon people's beliefs. And so that's what that's what's frightening about the system. It is kind of crazy. But it's, it's fascinating to think that, okay, 2011, this guy gets life in prison for 36 cannabis plants. And now it is beating chocolate in sales. <laughs> what? Well, and I mean, there are, you know, I, okay, first of all, I live in what's referred to as the Bible Belt. So it does not happen here. You know what I mean? Because we're not, it's just not legalized recreationally here. But, you know, but there are states where you can walk down the street and people are smoking it just freely wherever, wherever they want to. That just boggles my mind. Right. And I live in one of those states. Yeah. Right. Not the city. Colorado Springs. No. Denver. Yes. So one hour away from me or when I was living in California, same thing. People were smoking all over the place. Can't go to the beach or whatever without without smelling that. But like in Denver, I was at, I was at a I was at a conference actually, uh, not even for cannabis, but I was with with one of the people I work with on the cannabis side, and we were walking around outside, going to different meetings. You know, like lunch meeting, dinner meeting, go to the conference, dinner meeting, etc. And every time we went out, this just happened to be there was a Rockies game, so it was packed downtown Denver. And I mean, people were just like smoking joints, smoking pipes, you know, a lot of vaping. It was crazy. I've been to conferences in some states too, where right outside people were like smoking bongs. And I'm like, <laughs> what the heck? This is just walking around with glass? What the, what the heck? I can see, we couldn't even buy beer at the grocery store until a couple years ago. We we have a liquor store where you go buy alcohol still, you know, like it's, you can't. So 
Like, yeah, this is very foreign. <laughs> this is okay. This is how crazy Colorado is. We have like the proposition thing, right? So people can can vote on things. One year while I'm here, we voted to allow grocery stores to sell alcohol. Proposition, right? The next year, there was a proposition about voting to make shrooms legalized. (laughs) (laughs) The laws are so crazy right now, right? Like, So in, in Denver, you couldn't go to a grocery store and buy alcohol. But you could walk down the street with a bong. <laughs> it's like, what? And when, when the local convenience store wanted to put beer in, you would have thought that they were asking to, like, I don't know, murder somebody's child or something. I mean, it was a big deal. <laughs> okay. That's funny. So, so growing up in on the coast of California, we would call, like, convenience stores liquor stores. Like I grew up, I grew up with like, um, yeah, my, my childhood was really crazy. I grew up with mom who was addicted to drugs. And then, then a grandma who was addicted to alcohol. We would just go down the street and then like go to a Seven Eleven and buy alcohol. No problem at all. I think it was probably just beer and wine, but my grandma would drink like a gallon of wine a day. So oh my God. Yeah. I like the glass bottles. So we bought our beer at the beer distributor and our alcohol at the state store. You didn't even buy them at the same place. The beer was the beer distributor and the liquor was, it was literally called the state store because it was run by the state, the Pennsylvania Liquor Control Board. And you still buy the, you still buy the liquor at the state store, but you can now buy beer, you know, at most of the convenience stores and grocery stores, which again, it's only been within the last few years. It's still kind of confusing to me to go into the grocery store. When I visited another state and there was beer in the grocery store, it was like, (laughs) what is that? That's weird. Yeah. And uh, so, so, yeah, that's, that's fascinating. And it's interesting to see those laws changing, evolving and catching up. And, and I don't know. I mean, a, a lot of people love it. A lot of people hate it. But it, it is interesting and in e- how each state and each mis- municipality and county are dealing with all these different changes because it's a product and it's being sold. So. so my daughter-in-law, who was from West Virginia, who you can, you know, buy virtually anything anywhere, you know, moved to Pennsylvania was like, what do you mean you can't buy beer at the grocery store? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> what do you mean you can't? So which meant that you can buy none of this stuff on Sundays either. Because these places were closed for years. If you didn't plan ahead, you right. didn't have it. Oh, right. Because they would be closed on. That's right. What, what, do they, what do they call those laws? They were called blues laws. Blue laws or something? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's just the way. It, it's what we knew. So we were accustomed to that. And it's just the way it was. So I'm sure when my kids went to college and went to these other states, they're like, whoa, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> They're like crossing over the border. I, I remember, yeah, drinking a beer when I was 18 in Mexico going like, nice. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> As a, like legally drinking a beer in Mexico at the age of 18. When I was 18, the drinking we, – we live right on the border above Maryland. So the drinking age in Maryland was 18 and Pennsylvania was 21. So we could go to Maryland and legally drink, but – Again, in Pennsylvania, it was 21. So we would cross the border. Yeah, I remember I remember San Diego at one point in time had 
the legal age being 18 years old because so many sailors went across the border to Tijuana and would drink, you know, because they could. So there you go. I, it's, it's super fascinating. People a decade ago got life in prison for having cannabis. Now, mind you, 36 plants, that's a lot of cannabis, but still uh, having cannabis. And then now it's beating chocolate. That is, that is fascinating. Absolutely amazing. I wonder, it'll be interesting to see what it looks like in 20 years from now. What do you think? Do you think people are going to be like growing poppies in fields and like going out and lancing them? Anybody want? I guess not. It's too easy just to go get some pain meds or whatever, but I don't know. I don't know but will it be that easy then? You know what I, I know. mean? I don't know. Yeah, because I, I think it's too easy to get pain meds. Opioids, it was too easy. That was, that was what happened to my mom and I've heard this stories over and over and over again. You know, something happens. My mom got in a car wreck, slipped a bunch of discs, um, uh, already was mentally not all there. She had bipolar, got addicted to pain meds. And then from there, wasn't able to get them, went doctor to doctor to doctor to doctor, and then ultimately ended up on meth. And that story could be told over and over and over again. And now with fentanyl, people aren't even going to meth. They're just going straight to street fentanyl and dying. Thousands and thousands of people die every year because of that. And so right. that whole fentanyl thing is scary. My brother, I, I don't know if you know this or not, but my brother had been in a bad motorcycle accident and he had a pain management doctor who literally would prescribe whatever, whatever basically he need, wanted. And from there it went to heroin and he died of a heroin overdose. <sighs> Man. This 10 years ago, it'll be 10 years ago this summer. So it happens more than people think it does. And it's sad. It's very, very sad. And it, I think truly it touches, touches just about everybody in this country at this point. People don't realize how prevalent it is. Yeah. And they're lacing that with, they're lacing fentanyl with everything. now. Right. And there's something, I just saw this last night on TV. It's something there's now lacing something besides fentanyl. It's like, um, it's a veterinarian medication that they're using now. Really? Like, like an animal medication? Yeah. Like horse tranquilizers or something here? Uh, essentially. Wow. Yeah. I can't remember what it was called. I just saw it last night. Yeah. And <laughs> So kind of going back to the laws thing, I think our politicians go, oh my gosh, there's this huge issue. Let's kill it. We're going to create some drastic laws that put people away a long time for having the product. But it's, I don't know, it's hard because it's like, okay, well, where's the supply coming from? But there wouldn't be supply if there wasn't demand. So how do you kill the demand? But putting people in jail forever isn't going to ruin it. In fact, I've known a lot of people where jail is just like a criminal college, right? It's like they went in with a petty crime and come out knowing how to do a lot more stuff. <laughs> like, they, and the longer you're in there, the more often you go in. It's like you get your, you know, you get your AA degree in criminality, uh, then you get your bachelor's degree, then master's, then doctorate. You're running the whole damn show after like three or four times in prison. It's crazy. Well, right. I think that um, I've got a lot of opinions about that. I just think that some of some of these people go to prison. They have it way better in prison than what they do on the street. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's supposed to be punishment. Yeah, three hots in a cot. So is it Gavin? It's um, 
I think it was called gabapentin. 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 Yeah. Gabapentin is a nerve drug. One of my um, sons had uh, brain surgery. He's on gabapentin. I think that's what it was called. I think that's what they were talking about last night on on TV. They're really? trying to. Yeah, that's a that's a, a pretty crazy narcotic, but it is meant for like real nerve pain. I guess like opioids and gabapentin and stuff are actually meant for pain. The, the problem is the addiction aspect of it. Right. That's where you run into trouble. So that being said. Ah, you want to move into something that uh, if you consume could be real trouble? <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about Starbucks' latest product. <laughs> Coffee with olive oil. That's a slippery slope. Oh, <laughs> slippery and propelled with the caffeine. <laughs> I was telling Francine, guys, that it's been a while since we really had a good poop episode. So, I mean, someone, one of their baristas said that. Oh, you have to explain the product. You have to explain the product oh, before we oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just assumed I wrong of me to do that. So Starbucks is rolling out a new line of coffee with olive oil in it. I mean, coffee <laughs> with olive oil. Now let's talk about what coffee and olive oil do. Coffee stimulates the bowel. <laughs> no. Yes. So we're going to put olive oil in the coffee, and what we can have happen here is it can have a laxative effect. So you've got all that um, the combination of the high, just the, that it's a high fat beverage. Um, somebody said that <laughs> some of the customers are saying that they were surprised at the speed at which they had to use the restroom <laughs> after having <laughs> drank. That it really caught them off guard. I hope that they were, didn't get that drink and riding down the turnpike because all <laughs> right, like stuck in those, traffic. Those exits are far apart, and I say that because, like, I used to always get Starbucks when I was driving on the turnpike because. Like that's a long stretch of highway, and it was just like the drive. I like that. I looked forward to Starbucks on the Turnpike because it was just like it was like my treat. I, I would not want to have that effect on the Turnpike and have the next restroom be forty miles away. <laughs> okay, so the the products are Aliato. Just to, just to let everybody know if Aliato. So um, if you see that in front of it, I, I don't. I don't. I. I I don't think this got too far out of uh, testing before it probably got pulled. Um, but has remember, it been pulled? Has it been I, pulled? I don't. I, I I would assume it's going to get pulled. <laughs> well, they were available in Starbucks Italy, so it's not a huge market to begin with. But by the way, guys, uh, I am a huge Starbucks fan. So I go to Starbucks, I. and and Francine is as well. We're huge caffeine fans. <laughs> we drink a lot of it. So we were just kind of shocked when we were reading this going like, oh my, first off, we it has to come on our podcast. And second, how did this get past R&D? <laughs> so yeah, caffeine is a stimulant for your bowels and oil is a relaxant. Yes. Hello? Hello? <laughs> so I go through, true story. I 
I go through Starbucks the other day and I get white chocolate mocha with raspberry syrup. And the barista, this really sweet young guy that um, waits on me a lot at the drive-thru says, oh, I'm sorry, we don't we don't have the raspberry syrup anymore. We've discontinued that. And I'm like, oh, wow. That, I literally gasped. I'm like, oh, now no. Better. Now I understand your text message. To no. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> He's like, yeah. He said, we have a new product. And I knew about this product. He says, we have a new product. And I said, Oh, yeah. And he starts to tell me about this new product. So what they have done is they've discontinued the raspberry syrup for this diarrhea-inducing product. Wait, wait, wait. Can you buy that? You could buy this product? Well, they're com- they're preparing for it. No. They're pre- discontinuing products in preparation for this new product. So I'm like, no. Wait, 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 wait. Are they like, okay, we will induce diarrhea, but we don't want it to look like blood? <laughs> We're going to get in trouble, Matt. <laughs> we don't even have 50 episodes. Starbucks is going to come after us. No, but like seriously. So they're like the one thing that's red because that that changes the color to red. Well, okay. Right. And it so would. then they're like, okay, well, we have this product now that will induce muscle relaxation <laughs> and pre- Palation of other things, but we don't want it to look red. So we got rid of the <laughs> explosive <laughs> diarrhea. Okay, so when I was when I was manager at Starbucks, like our bathroom was used all the time. And it was because like it it induces, right? But fascinating. I okay, so I okay, if they if they actually if this comes to the market, you and I are gonna have to drink this on one of them. Oh, there's not a chance in hell I'm taking <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we have I mean, to. I'm yeah, sorry. I mean, I'm sorry. There's just like <laughs> I'm sure it's a wonderful product. <laughs> I'm sure it's amazing. <laughs> I love all. I'm Italian. I, I mean, have olive oil. Sorry. I love olive oil and I love coffee. I am not having them together because. <laughs> That will do, Matt. That will do bad things to me. I want to watch these <laughs> bad things happen to you, Ramsey. <laughs> Nobody wants to watch what that would do to me. Oh, that'd be fast. I mean, because we we batch Why? episodes. No. We batch episodes. We should do it on the first episode and see if we can make it through the second or third. I won't make it through the first. I, I, I'm, no, Why are we, we talking about? This, this could be the challenge side of our podcast where we create challenges for each other. Ah! We're going to go straight from podcast to TikTok material. <laughs> I like this. I think this is uh, – it's my idea. So obviously I think it's a fantastic one. <laughs> These professionals have gone straight downhill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, they 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 could legitimately say we flushed it down the toilet. 
We flushed it. These people who thought that I was this unapproachable, straight-laced individual, (laughs) that's all just gone right out the window. 100%. You know how people will tell me like, oh, you know – you know Francine? She just seems like da da da. And I'm like, what Francine are you talking about? <laughs> oh my God. She's so nice. My reputation's destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it took you a very long time to create this perfect pink image of yourself and flushed. <laughs> I can't even stop laughing. <laughs> I'm like, what, what are you talking about? She created Noroman. If you look up Noroman, like on the, it's a guy. Oh, but this is only one end of Noroman. Well, <laughs> I don't know about you, but I do not like to vomit. I don't, not that I enjoy the other either, but vomiting is a definite. <laughs> 100%. Not a fan. Ugh. Not a fan of either. No, not, not good. Ugh. Though, if the cramping from the diarrhea is bad enough, that will make me vomit. <laughs> Wow. We're done. Again, again, <laughs> what a fantastic way of ending an episode. We're done. <laughs> done. Okay, on that note, Francine, don't eat poo. <laughs> done. Don't drink coffee. Drink lots of coffee. Just don't put olive oil in it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>